Welcome to the Hockey Bin Report podcast. This episode is being recorded just after 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday, November 22nd. And tonight I'll be discussing the odds for all of Tuesday's games. So before we get into the games, uh, I wanted to start things off by taking a look at the Hockey Economist Weekly Betting Report. Um, This is something I'm going to be doing on a weekly basis going forward, either on my Monday night or Tuesday night podcast, depending on how many games are on the schedule the following day. So you can follow the Hockey Economist on Twitter at Hawk Economics. And if you check out my Twitter account, I've already tweeted out a link uh, to his weekly report. So for, for those that missed uh, last Tuesday night's pod, it was the first time I went through his weekly betting report. So what he's doing is he's betting every game and posting his results uh, through this weekly report. And he's also tracking results for every bet type and summarizing it. So he's tracking every money line favorite, every money line underdog, and kind of how they're performing on the season. So last week I spoke a lot about uh, the profitability of different types of bets. So betting favorites versus underdogs so far this season and overs versus unders. So one of the nuggets in this week's report that I found interesting is uh, looking at the most profitable over and under teams so far this year. So Seattle so far has been the most profitable over team on the season. So a person placing a $100 wager on Seattle overs to date would be up $900. Colorado and Edmonton are the next two top over teams. So now uh, Colorado and Edmonton, not too surprising, both high-powered offense with, with a lot of skilled players. But with Seattle, uh, they were a team that came into this year being expected to have one of at least a, a very good defensive group and good goaltending. Um, and it, and that we, they'd probably struggle to score goals. Well, to start the year, the Kraken have the worst save percentage in the league and is the kind of main reason that their overs are getting cash. So both Philip Grubauer and Chris Dreger have struggled in goal. On the underside, the Toronto Maple Leafs are the most profitable team, returning $723 to $100 better. Los Angeles and San Jose are the next two top under teams. So uh, the Maple Leafs uh, have a reputation as being a kind of team that plays loose and wide open hockey. Uh, but over the last uh, season and a half, the, the Leafs have improved their defensive play. And this year, they're getting excellent goaltending from Jack Campbell, like he's playing at a world-class level. So I'm not saying to go out and bet every cracking game over and every Maple Leafs game under for the rest of the season, but definitely keep an eye out uh, on the lines for these games to see if odd make, odds makers are adjusting their totals or the juice you're going to pay to bet them. So uh, on the weekend, uh, I did bet the Leafs Penguins under. I found a rogue six and a half out there, but most most shops ended up uh, opening up six and that that. Uh, line closed five and a half uh, juice to to the under so um, people are catching on but uh, always be uh, good to check check out different shops and see who's pricing things differently so in terms of last week's results uh, favorites continue to be profitable returning a dollar twelve for every dollar bet and road favorites on the puck line were the most profitable bet uh, for the week at a dollar thirty three per dollar bet one other thing to note, the Arizona Coyotes, who were almost an auto fade to start the season, have now won three of their last four games, and their only loss last week was in a shootout. So two of those games were, were games that I bet on. I did have the Red Wings on Saturday, and I thought we got a little unlucky not to catch that ticket. And I also played uh, Columbus against Arizona, but I took them on the puck line, and they needed a shootout to beat Arizona. So... uh 
Arizona is still someone I'm going to be looking to play against uh, in certain situations and, and looking to take advantage of uh, puck line opportunities uh, when they arrive. So again, uh, the Hockey Economist has a lot of good information that he that he posts weekly. So go on over to his and check out his site. So let's get into the games with only three on Tuesday as we head into the U- U.S. Thanksgiving on Thursday. The Philadelphia Flyers are in Tampa Bay to take on the Lightning. The Lightning are currently listed as minus 158 favorites at Bet Online, minus 158 at Pinnacle, and the total is five and a half. So the Flyers uh, continue to be without Ryan Ellis, and, and Kevin Hayes has re-aggravated an injury, and he is uh, going to be out again for the Flyers. Uh, they'll also be missing Patrick Brown. Nikita Kutrov and Eric Chernak are out for the Lightning, and now they'll also be without Braden Point uh, indefinitely as he uh, got injured on the weekend and, and missed their last game. So when we look at, at this line, uh, these two teams played uh, last week. Tampa Bay closed as a minus-130 favorite against Philadelphia uh, on the road. Now they're at home laying minus-155, so implying about a 5% increase in win percentage, which I think is reasonable for home ice. But you also have to consider that the Lightning are now going to be without Braden Point in this game. Point is kind of widely regarded as, a, as one of the top players in the league. Uh, he's currently 14th in goals above replacement on a, a Evolving Hockey's website, and he was 17th last season. So, you know, a really uh, top-end player, and and we're not really seeing any adjustment for him being out of the lineup, or we're we're, we're getting home ice be, uh, being implied at a at a uh, worth a, a much more than five percent. So, uh, I, I think there's some value in the Flyers here, and uh, it's something that I may play, and if I do, I will tweak that out. The Edmonton Oilers are in Dallas to take on the Stars. The Oilers uh, currently listed as minus 105 at that online, minus 103 at Pinnacle, and the total is six, uh, slightly shaded to the under. So the Oilers uh, will be without uh, Darnell Nurse, who's uh, expected to meet, miss a couple weeks with an injury. Slater Cuckoo and Derek Ryan are also out, and Mike Smith continues uh, to be out of the lineup. Braden Holpe is day-to-day to the day-to-day for the Stars, so uh, it's possible that we'll see J- Jake Edinger back in net uh, against Miko Koskinen, although Stuart Skinner has uh, played excellent in his last two games. I'd expect that we'll probably see a little bit of Oilers money here. I think the, uh, the, the, the Stars' love is, is probably starting to fade. And finally, the Chicago Blackhawks are in Calgary to take on the Flames. The Flames are currently listed as minus 201 favorites at Bet Online, minus 219 at Pinnacle, and the total is five and a half shaded to the under. So we've seen a, a big move on this game already. This the Flames opened up at minus 163 at Bet Online, and we're quickly bet up to minus 201. Um, the Flames are are making their playing their first home game after a seven game road trip, while the Blackhawks have won five of their last six, although being thoroughly outplayed uh, on Sunday night against the Canucks. Uh, the only key injury in, in this game is Tyler Johnson, who is likely out again for the Hawks. Um, I, I think this number has gone a little too far in Calgary's direction, and uh, this is also another game that I'll be looking to play, and if I do, I will tweak that out. So that's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button, and if you can, please share and leave a review. You can follow me on Twitter at HockeyBetReport to join in on the conversation. I'll be back tomorrow night discussing all the lines for Wednesday's games.